Salaam Alaikum. Mr. Moderator, our distinguished guests, brothers and sisters, our friends and, and our enemies. <laughs> Hello, hello. Welcome to the Lion's Den. This is basically a test episode. I'm trying out this app to see what's good with it since uh, the YouTube streets have been sullied with the uh, unfair policies of YouTube. So I have opted not to put my content there. So I chose this platform. We'll see how it goes. Um, it's about 1.37 a.m. and I'm up vamping like usual. And a couple of things have crossed my mind and have been going on. First and foremost, uh, shout out to Kobe Bryant's family and friends and others to seven people, family and friends, who uh, perished in that horrible helicopter crash. My heart goes out to you. Um... I was befuddled at a lot of the reaction when he passed. And I did a live on Facebook about it. Um, but I'm going to reiterate a couple points here on this podcast because I feel as though uh, it needs to be said that some of y'all with the uh, disrespect and the uh, negative energy that you've put towards this tragic situation is uh, astounding. And not in a good way. Unfortunately, when these things happen, you see the ugly side of humanity. The side that no one wants to talk about. The side that lurks beneath the surface. And a lot of y'all are ugly people. And I'm not talking about aesthetically. I'm talking about inwardly. You're very ugly and it comes out every time something like this happens. Like there are actually sections of people in our society that are blaming this man and shouting down this man for dying in a helicopter crash because that's all he did. You have people in the uh, media 
calling him a rapist. He was never convicted of rape. So I don't understand where that is coming from other than people being really sucky humans and want to kick someone when they're down. His wife is dealing with the fact that her husband and her firstborn child are gone. They will never walk this earth again. And the only thing some of you people can do is spit venom, come up with a crazy conspiracy theories. And I never thought I would say that word, conspiracy theory. But it's like some of the things that you all in the so-called woke and conscious community are coming up with about this Kobe Bryant shit is really um, illogical and in poor taste. The man hadn't even been dead 24 hours before somebody had to say something just really foul and really icky. This man is gone. Seven other people went with him and his daughter. And I'm just trying to figure out what part of the manual of humanity says that you spit venom and vitriol on a tragic situation. Is that what we've come at as a society? Have we um, disintegrated down to this low frequency permanently? Like Because I remember a world where people cared about people. And people gave reference to... Uh, reverence. I'm sorry. To someone's situation. Especially in bereavement. Now, even when someone is grieving, people seek to say horrible and nasty things in the in the uh, name of being woke or conscious. And neither one of those words means lack of empathy. You're not being a leader. Simply uh, saying horrible things during a fucked up situation. Being an asshole when you should be a pillar of light. It's not being conscious or woke. Take away the celebrity. Okay, he played basketball, but at the end of the day, he was a human being, a man who had a family, who took care of his family, who took care of his children. You don't hear about him on the child support roll call. He married the woman that he made a mother. A page some of you men need to take uh, uh take a look at. Excuse me. Some of you out here with 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 children and don't even know what their favorite color is. He accomplished things. He was a philanthropist. He, he, he did things in the community. And because it wasn't televised or uh, spread across the media, a lot of you all have an opinion. And, you know, you're entitled to your opinion. That's fine. You didn't like Kobe. You didn't like the way he played. You didn't like his team. Okay, that's fine. That's, you know, whatever. But you got to have some type of basic, empathetic response to a man and his child losing their lives by falling out of the sky and smacking into the ground. It can't be you're so callous about that, that you're so woke that that doesn't affect you. I don't know where the conscious community and the woke community went wrong, but I am no longer going to affiliate myself with or call myself by either one of those names anymore because you all have basically sullied it to the point where I don't even want to use it as reference to myself. 
I don't even want to take on that energy. You know, a lot of you conscious of woke people, you try to browbeat people over the head with the knowledge that you've attained and you don't even know shit. Because trust and believe, what you've already read, someone else has already read, and all of us are behind someone. No one has the top, you know, tier of knowledge and know everything. So, you know, sometimes you got to ease back a little bit on how you present something to somebody because not everybody's mind is strong enough to take the 100% truth in in a concentrated way. Sometimes you have to be diplomatic about how you give the truth. But see, a lot of y'all don't take the time to decipher or, or differentiate between what was too much and what's not because you're so ready to spew it out like word vomit. You're so ready to spew it that you feel like you have the light. So therefore, you want to not just shine it on people. You want to burn them to a crisp with it. And that's not going to garner the response that you want. Tough love is still love, but how you administer tough love also matters as well. And it's not being conscious or woke. Speaking ill about someone who simply died in a horrific helicopter crash. There's no numerology to it. I saw a meme today that said... uh, it was basically semantics. They saying he was killed. If he really died in a helicopter crash, they would have said he died. Killed don't mean died. It all means dead. <laughs> Whether he was killed or he died, he's gone. His soul has left his body. He is no longer in earth in, on earth as a physical soul. I mean, a physical being in the flesh. He's gone. And so is his daughter and seven other people. You all are pointing at little things. Y'all looking harder at this Kobe shit than y'all do your own children's grades and behavior. Why can't it be? I'm sorry that this family, these families have suffered such a horrible loss. I'm going to pray for them and keep it moving. I've seen people talk about, you didn't know Kobe. You don't know him. He didn't care nothing about you. No, I didn't know Kobe Bryant, but I'm a parent. I'm a human being. I'm someone who is a part of the human race. And I saw another human lose their life tragically. Excuse me. It's water. Um, Lose their life tragically. And it invoked an empathetic response. I don't know where humanity's empathy is where is the empathy are we so individualized that we can't see beyond our own horizon and someone else and be like damn i'm sorry you're going through that a kind word could go a long way or simply not saying anything an elder told me a long time ago if you're not part of the solution you're part of the problem so if you don't have anything nice to say maybe you shouldn't say it this is the problem with the internet. It provides a lot of people who mo- who in the scheme of life wouldn't be heard. Gives everybody a voice. And you know what? Not every voice needs to be heard. Sorry. That's just the crook of it. Some people just need to shut the fuck up. And it's just disheartening, I'd say, that so many people feel in the pocket about being so nasty and vicious during this family's and these families' time of bereavement. 
How dare you? That's the first question. And what kind of trials and tribulations will you face in your life that you will want empathy for? And then when you don't receive it, it'll be another different whole thing. Oh, fuck the world. Fuck everybody. Don't nobody care about me. Fuck everybody. Since nobody care about me, I don't care about nobody. But yet you got this, your mouth on this situation with, with such disdain and hatred for someone you don't know. Just like you all are uh, admonishing other people for uh, mourning him and not knowing him. You're hating on him and hating him and didn't know him. So we basically rolling up the same boat up shit's creek. I just don't understand like where y'all logic be when y'all say shit. Like, do you think before you say shit or it's just, it's just bubbling inside of you so hard that you can't be uh, bothered with how it's going to come out. You know, being real, you still got to be tactful. Even as a person like myself, who's outspoken and opinionated, I don't always say the first thing to come to my mind. If you hear me speak, I've already thought about what I'm going to say. And sometimes I tailor make it to where it's not so harsh. And other times I just give it raw 100% uncut. It all depends on the situation, who I'm talking to, what's going on. You got to be sensitive to certain things of that nature. When you want to speak to people or speak for people or be in a, a, a space where people are listening to you. There are those in the conscious community that are doing great things, that are working in a community that are not seeking uh, uh, accolades or seeking recognition. they just doing the work. they in the trenches doing the work, and they just, whatever seeds they plant, and they're going to, you know, come up positive, and, and, and they're keeping it moving, propelling in a positive direction. But a lot of y'all are stagnated because you're broken. And that's why it's easy for you to be so horrible in such a tragic time because you don't love yourselves and you're looking at your own situation and you don't even have uh, uh, enough wherewithal to change what you're going through. So it's easy for you to pour your pain onto someone else. But bereaving is not the time for that. This man lost his life. His daughter, 13, what did she do to you? What, what did she do? Because she didn't ask to be here. So what did she do to make y'all talk so much bullshit about her father? You, you, you shitting on his memory. You shitting on hers in tandem as well. You are shitting on her too. You can't separate it because she's a part of him. 50% of her DNA belongs to him. Why can't y'all just be amicable? Why does it got to be such ugliness? It don't have to be. It's so much ugliness in the world right now. We got an ugly motherfucker in the White House doing ugly shit with a bunch of other ugly motherfuckers deciding what the fuck's going to happen to you and me. We got a government that do what it fucking want to do and don't listen to the people. You don't see an issue with that? But you'd rather talk shit about somebody who died in a helicopter crash. A lot of y'all kids are wreaking havoc in these schools. They are issue. They're the main issue. You don't want to look at that problem, no. But you want to kick a man down because he died in a helicopter crash. 
He was an innocent man when he died. You can believe what you want to. Your belief doesn't make it the truth. You might have believed that, like, I really feel like he did something to that girl. It doesn't matter what you feel. In a court of law, he was found innocent. The same argument that y'all use for R. Kelly can be used here. He was found innocent. So, therefore, by law, he was innocent. So, whatever happened in that room, guess what? <coughs> Excuse me. Nobody knows but Kobe and that girl. And if you ask me, I think she was just a hoe. The guy Saudi, he was young, wiggling his little thing around, and 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 forgot the tipple. It could have been that people don't know. See, people think because people pay money that they're 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 uh, guilty. No, that's not necessarily true. When you rich like that, it's just easier to pay the money. Cause not trying to be funny, there are women who lie about being victimized, and it's a damn shame because it makes it bad for the real true victims. And then it make it puts it in a space where if you question someone's story as far as trying to get to the bottom of the facts so we can know how to proceed, they call it victim blaming. I'm not victim blaming you asking you what happened to you and asking you to recount what happened to you so we can get and ascertain the facts so we can go forward. That's what it should be. Now, if you ask or question someone who comes out with a story, everyone gets up in arms. You're victim blaming. You're victim. No, we're trying to get to the bottom of the situation. You have to ask questions in an investigation. And one of the main questions that you should be able to answer is what happened to you unless you were drugged and, and, and for some reason had spaces in your memory. But if you were conscious there in the moment, you should be able to recount what happened to you and someone asking you that shouldn't be an issue. So we're not going to put the rapist label on Kobe because he was never convicted of rape. So I'm going to need for y'all to ratchet down that rhetoric because you're being intellectually dishonest. You know good and damn well he was never convicted of rape. He was accused of rape. It's a whole lot of shit you'd accuse a motherfucker of. That don't mean because you get him in the court. That you're going to be able to get a conviction. Because court is not about what you did or didn't do. It's about what you can and can't prove. And if the state doesn't meet their burden of proof. According to what they're charging you with. Nine times out of ten you're going to walk out of that courtroom. So let's not play like he did. Or pull some strings to get up out of that shit. Because the state simply couldn't prove their case. Based on her uh, wonky ass story. But see, that comes under the umbrella of so many men have been able to wiggle their way out of actually raping someone. So we don't know what happened in that room. So I'm going to need for y'all to stop trying to attach rapists to this man's name and he's dead. And he died horrifically, though. It wasn't like he died in his sleep or, you know, whatever the fuck. I don't even want to go into the details of what they found. In the wreckage because I feel like that's add insult to injury. And these families are already grieving hard enough. Without me trying to, you know, put out their details that are out there. You want to know the details? You can go research the shit yourself. And here in the lion's den, we don't perpetuate fuckery. And we damn sure uh, uh, are advocates for truth and, and realness here in the lion's den. That's how we do it here. When I decided to make this podcast, I said I'm going to create a space where real can reign without interruption, without bullshit. So when you listen to this podcast, just know you're going to hear real shit all the time. 
And if real shit bother you, then this probably isn't the podcast for you. This probably isn't what you want to hear. Because I'm never going to sugarcoat anything. And I'm never going to... No, there, there's no safe class. I'm going to call a spade a spade. That's what's lacking in the world. People don't want to call shit what it is. Everybody's so uh, afraid to offend other people. Guess what? Opinions are like assholes. Everybody has one. And no matter what you say, someone's going to be offended. If your voice reach out far enough, someone's going to be offended. Somebody's going to find something in to be offended about. So just know, when you listen to this podcast, it's unapologetically real. Period. So when I speak on this Kobe situation, his death, I'm speaking from a real place, a genuine place. A lot of you all are not. A lot of you all come from a place of hurt and brokenness. And that's not an excuse. Fix that shit. Find out what's malfunctioning in you that that, that puts you in a space of when death occurs, you turn into an asshole. Look what's inside yourself to find out what within you is so hurt that you have no empathy for someone else? And then once you identify those things or identify that there's an issue, call a mental health professional and get you some couch time. A lot of you all need it. We're going to take a short break. I'll be right back with part two. And welcome back. Now that I've gotten uh, the Kobe out of my system, because I definitely needed to express myself uh, concerning that. It really got in my craw. And it's still, uh, I'm still in my feelings about it. And it's not even, you know, not just him dying, but the reaction to him dying from some people. I'm just, I'm, I'm sickened. I'm sickened. Another thing that I wanted to speak about during this podcast was uh Nicki Minaj's brother. I'm not I don't have his name next to me right now, so he'll be referred to as Nicki Minaj's brother. <laughs> um he gets twenty five years to life. Uh he's he got convicted of raping his own stepdaughter. So um a letter Nicki Minaj wrote Back in September 2016, speaking up for her brother, talking about how genuine and nice and great he was and how he uh, saved her and her mother from domestic violence. Uh, you can look it up online. It's, it's out there. Uh, so it, it begs the question, does she support like pedophilia or rape or something like because it just seems like there's a pattern with Nikki and I know the barbs are going to come for me and I really don't give a damn because here in the lion's den we talk shop and nobody is off limits she's not my queen I don't bow down to Nikki Minaj Mickey Nikki Minaj raps she got a couple accolades under her belt I ain't taking away from her talent but who she is as a person is connected to her artistry 
whether you want to, you know, recognize that or not. Who someone is as a person has everything to do with who they are as an artist. There is no separation of the two. True artists are connected to their artistry through their soul. So if your soul sucks, you might make great art, but you're a sucky person. So it cancels it out. And you don't have to believe that, but that's the truth. So is something wrong with her? Your brother's a rapist. You married a rapist. Was 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 her fascination with that? Like, did something happen to her? Like, I'm really like wondering: Is she sick? Is something wrong with her? Because people say how intelligent she is, and this and the third, and I don't know her to say whether she is or she isn't. But as someone in the viewing public looking in, there's a pattern here. You don't, you don't make a, rape is not a mistake that you made. It's not a mistake. He is a convicted rapist. However it went down, however, because the bars try to justify it and, and I've seen them online try to justify it all kind of different ways, but he was convicted in the court of law. So legally, he is a rapist. She's married this man and she plans on having children with him. Yeah, and nobody finds anything wrong with that. Yes, she has a right to do whatever she wants. She's a grown adult. No one is denying that. And what's understood don't need to be explained. But we need to really take a step back. And look, it's like, girl, no. That is not the T. That is not what's up. That is not the move. Of all the men in the world, you had to pick a rapist? Your brother raping his stepdaughter for years. They said she, he was having intercourse with her four days a week. And the mother's appealing it. That's what I'm saying. Something's wrong with that family and nobody's looking at it because of her name. But that's 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 an issue. And it's not specific to Nicki Minaj because there's a lot of families that cover up. They, they weird old creepy wet relatives that like to uh, touch on kids. They'll they'll kick out they'll, they'll ostracize someone in their family who's gay, but they won't uh, ostracize a pedophile who's touching everybody in the family. And I'm going to, um, you know, what I think my next podcast I'm going to specifically talk about that because there's a lot of enabling going on when it comes to this uh, child sexual violation and shit of this nature. It's like people, if you uh, hold a certain title. Or make a certain amount of money, people overlook the fact that you violate children. Something is wrong with that. Very wrong with that. You can't have kids and dismiss somebody who mess with kids. There's no way in hell you can justify in your mind that that's okay and you're not mentally off. You have to be mentally off to think that it's okay for a pedophile to just be free to do his shit. Like, or her too. Her, him or her. Because these females out here that don't get the uh, the press that the men get. That out here, pedophiles too, they get a slap on the wrist. On, on the wrist, I'm sorry. And... Nothing ever happened to them. They don't get nearly as much time as the men. 
Mary Kay Letourneau, she was molesting that boy. When he, he was 12, 13 years old, she just uh, waited it out. Wait till he got grown. Now they together. Sick shit. And I don't care. Don't I don't want to hear nobody talking about what white folks been doing it. Da, 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 da. Fuck that. Here in the lion's den, we don't look to other people to uh, learn how to conduct ourselves. Right is right. Wrong is wrong. And right don't wrong nobody. And if you've never heard that saying, you just heard it today. Break it down in your own to where you can understand it for yourself. Because there's no way in hell... You could ever tell me or ever put me in a headspace of it's okay for a child to be violated because it's th this person, that person. The fact that she's standing up, I don't care if it's her brother. Had to get a sip of water. I don't care if it's her brother. I wouldn't care if it was my brother. I don't care who you are to me. If you are out here violating children, I don't fuck with you. There is no but. Um, I don't care if I never saw you ever even squash a fly. They don't drum up child rape charges. They found his semen somewhere on that baby. They found evidence of her being penetrated. He ain't getting these 25 years of life for no reason. Ain't nobody hating on him because he Nick Minaj's brother. He is a whole child rapist out here, bruh. And the fact that she's speaking up for the fucker says something about her character. It ain't family over everything. Y'all niggas got it twisted. It ain't family over everything. There are certain things that you do not accept, even when it's a family member. And child sexual violation is one of them. And if you'll cover for one, you might be one. Silence is complicity. How can you say you love your family member and they being violated and nobody wants to do anything? So many people are in that trap. To where they've had something happen to them. But no one's going to do anything about it. Because the family's so worried about. Don't know. We don't want to expose Uncle Jumba. We don't need 12 in our business. That kind of stupid ass logic. Why would you want somebody to hurt in silence or hurt and you make it and, and some of these sick fuckers make the, the, the victims of this violation uh, 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 be at family functions with the motherfucker and all the rest of this shit. And they think in and, 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 and their mind is cool. If you condone child molestation, pedophilia, you are a sick fuck. If you would be silent, knowing that's happening, you ain't shit. You're just as bad as the person committing the fucking crime. 
I don't care who they are to you. I don't care if it's your mama, your daddy, your sister, your brother, your cousin. I don't give a damn your nephew. I don't give a fuck if you've been knowing them two years, ten years, twenty years. They out here violating children. They are not even human. I truly do hope that when he get to whatever jail, that they tear his ass up. Now we're going to see what it's like, how you feel when somebody waking you up, penetrating you and you don't want it. That little girl's going to need a lot of therapy. And I pray that her family is supportive and that they're getting her the help that she needs. Because so often, families cover up. They move the truth around, hide it from other family members. So because they know there's family members that's going to do something about it. So they're trying to protect the pedophile, protect the image. Meanwhile, there's a child over here suffering. And they don't care. And that's what that's saying. When you when you talk up for a pedophile, when you when you uh, put it on the line for one, when you stand up for one in any capacity, you just you might as well be a pedophile yourself. And that's how I look at people who stick up for pedophiles. So to me, I feel like Nicki Minaj talking up for her brother. Makes her complicit in a way of, you know he a sick fuck. He ain't just start waving that girl overnight. That's something that been in him. That's something he been doing. And I ain't even got to know him to know. Because these fuckers have the same M.O. A lot of them are still doing it because ain't nobody bothered to stop them. Well, this one stopped, at least for the next 25 years. And yes, I'm happy. Because that little girl could grow up and know that this motherfucker is behind bars, where he belongs. See, nobody wants to talk up for that. Nobody wants to stand on the, uh, on the, on the um, side of the victim for that. They want to talk about how everybody's hating. Nicki Minaj ain't got nothing to do with that. That's her brother. Yeah, but she's enabling that shit. How ain't paying for these legal fees? You think Nicki Minaj ain't paying for the legal fees? Enabling. Why, Nicki? So many young girls look up to you. You say you the queen. Don't look very queenly to me. Condoning shit. And then you marrying a rapist. I pray that she don't have no children. For real. I pray she don't have no children. I hope the most I do not bless her with any children. Because that's going to that's gonna That's disturbing. That's weird to me. How many of you out there would marry or date a rapist? Don't worry, I'll wait. 
I know that's some that's not somebody I I would ever date. I wouldn't give a fuck what the circumstances was. You were convicted of rape. I can't fuck with you. You were convicted of child molestation. I can't fuck with you. And what does that say about a woman that would want to even mess with somebody like that? Something wrong with Nicki Minaj. And, you know, fame is a double-edged sword. It amplifies everything. So if you a fucked up motherfucker, it's going to amplify that. If you got issues, they'll be amplified, amplified by fame. It always happens. That's why a lot of them people are unhappy and killing themselves, drinking themselves to death, doing all the drugs on the planet. Because fame ain't what y'all think it is. Being recognized everywhere you go. Yeah, your bags might be bigger, but shit, they said years ago, more money, more problems. She's just not a good person. Now, from what I can say, I'm sorry. And they say, well, she give uh, college students money and so what? It's fucked up human beings that give bums dollars on the street. I mean, you know, good person because you get somebody some money. <laughs> the shit that y'all put together in order to try to make these celebrities bigger or better people than what they are is just baffling to me. You know, human beings too, right? So therefore, they're not above reproach. They're not above criticism. They're not above you pointing out and saying... That's weird that you would marry a rapist and a murderer. I'm sorry. He killed a nigga too. <laughs> oh my God. Here in the lion's den. My God today. That's just crazy. And I'm not laughing because it's funny. It's making me chuckle because... How much could do you have to hate yourself to think that that's that's okay? You write a letter about how good of your good of a person your brother is. He's not a good person if he's raping children. That does not make him a good person. It don't matter what you know of him. He raped a child. He is a child rapist. That's not an accident. That's not something you accidentally do. That's not some shit you fall into. That is a deviant, deranged way of thinking. Thinking that you should be grown as hell having sex with kids. I don't give a fuck. What, where you come from, that ain't never, ever okay. I don't care who's doing it. It's not okay. The shit that comes out after that, when that happens to someone, 
you wouldn't believe. And a lot of you all will never grasp it because it hasn't happened to you. So it's hard to really fathom the journey one has to go through to go from victim to survivor. It ain't no easy road. So for you all out there in uh, La La Land who enable this shit and you know there's somebody in your family that's a pedophile, that's touching on kids, that's been touching on kids, and you ain't saying nothing, you ain't shit. And I pray that you are tormented for the rest of your life until you tell the truth. Because you did wrong. You did wrong. And you know you wrong. Every time you look this child in the face. And you know they being touched. And you ain't turning nobody in. Ain't none of my business. I ain't about to get in the middle of that. Or the famous one. They'll be alright. It happened to me and I'm just fine. I didn't get no help. And then look what you're doing. You're sitting back watching someone else being victimized. You are a subpar human being. And a lot of y'all need to tighten up. This is the Lions Den signing off. Thank you for joining me for my first podcast. Many more to come. I love y'all. Peace out.